Welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast, and thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this edition of the podcast, Michelle Huey from Vim and Vigor Compression Legwear joins us to discuss the benefits of wearing compression socks and legwear and how these additions to your daily outfit can help professional drivers behind the wheel. Dave Nemo will be your host for this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. And now it's time to hand it off to Dave for his feature interview with Michelle Huey from Vim and Vigor Compression Legwear. And Michelle Huey is joining us here this morning from Vim and Vigor Compression Legwear. Michelle, good morning. And thanks for getting up early out there in Montana. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I'm down here in New Orleans. You're in Montana. I don't guess we could be further away in terms of weather conditions and stuff like that. I know. Big sky country. Exactly. Exactly. There is a story as to why and how you got into the world of compression socks. But one of the things that I remember, I had a heart attack back in 2014 and they put me in those socks. Um, Anytime you have any type of medical procedure, generally they have you wear those compression socks for a number of days. And you come out of the medical Mm -hmm. world. What do compression socks do for folks? And another question I want to ask you is that on the first half, our medical half, we were talking about thyroid disease. Thyroid problems hit women far much more often than men. But what about the need for compression socks? Is that pretty much equalized between the genders? It is. It's definitely equalized. However, compliance in terms of wearing compression socks tends to be higher with women, as you can imagine. But it's equal both men and women need compression socks equally. So I came about them in vigor from a personal need for myself. I was doing pharmaceutical sales and driving throughout Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners can drive a lot more than I did. I was driving probably six plus hours a day. I was noticing that my legs were really tired and achy at the end of the day, which at the time, I was like, that's weird. I don't move. Why would my legs be tired and achy? I would think I would have all this energy because I'm not moving that much. And I was talking to a friend, he's a physical therapist, and he's like, actually, you should be wearing compression socks. And I'm like, really? Why? And he says, most people don't get great circulation. They either have jobs where they sit for long periods of time, or they are on their feet for long periods of time, which puts a strain on their circulatory system. So at that time, I was in my early 30s, and I was like, okay, well, let me see what's out there. And when I looked online, everything was either medical looking or athletic looking, right? Nothing that really had any style. And they were really uncomfortable. I don't know if your compression socks that you were given were comfortable or not, but the ones that I've seen are just made with almost like rubber type material. So I thought, hey, if I have a need for this, I'm sure there's tons of other people who can benefit. So I really started at that place and really built the company from there. Yes, they weren't socks that you'd want to wear out and (laughs) they weren't comfortable. (laughs) You didn't wear them with shorts and your sandals. (laughs) Well, it was after Labor Day, so no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. That's a no-no. Exactly. White pants and socks with sandals after Labor Day, not allowed. Indeed, indeed. I'm old enough to remember that that was a real thing. So there you go, Michelle. (laughs) It's not just legend. It was true. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, really, really. So there are a number of things that can happen to your legs and to your circulation. And then when that happens, a number of things happen to the rest of your body. Neuropathy, where you feel that tingling in your toes Mm -hmm. and 
feet. Do compression socks play a part there? Mm -hmm. Blood clots and things like that. Do compression socks play a part there? Yeah. So just to let you know, compression socks are technically a medical device. So our products were registered with the Food and Drug Administration. So real, actual graduated compression socks are technically a medical device. I'm going to stop you there. I did not know that. Does anybody out there know that? Is that one of the best kept secrets out there? That is a secret. And people are surprised because they're like, what kind of pair of socks? You know, how could this actually be? This is why hospitals and doctors recommend it. So there's actually an FDA category, which is medical compression socks. Just so you know, there's actually various grades of compression. So the way the compression socks work is it's tighter in the ankle and it becomes less tight as it goes up the leg. And it's that external pressure of gradually becoming less tight as it goes up the leg that helps increase circulation from your ankles. Because when you're not moving, what's also not happening is that your calf muscle isn't really contracting in a way that helps to move blood and fluids from your lower extremities back to your heart and lungs to become reoxygenated and really circulate throughout your body. So what happens, and I always say that, I don't know if you can say this on air, but gravity is not your friend sometimes. So it pulls fluids and liquids down. And especially if you're not moving, it really stays in your legs. This is why there's edema, which is leg swelling and water pooling and also blood thing in your ankles and your lower extremities. That's why your legs feel heavy because Mm. of the poor circulation. So it's actually, so there's various degrees of compression levels. The lower the numbers, we have three ranges of compression level. So we have 15 to 20 millimeters per mercury. So you may have heard of the term millimeters per mercury, the same kind of term that's used for taking blood pressure. Right. So it's a similar kind of way. So 15 to 20 mmHg millimeter per mercury, which is really for kind of what I call everyday wear. And then when you get to higher compression, like 20 to 30 compression level or 30 to 40, those are considered medical grade. For most people, they're wearing the 15 to 20s, unless your doctor says you either have a job where you're not moving at all. You may need a slightly higher compression, but that you should really talk to your healthcare provider on. But that's really compression socks or true compression socks. They're technically a medical device. The thing about it, is there's so many things that they use the word compression. And technically, the definition of compression is anything tight. So I think that's where the misnomer can be. Compression socks that really have a health benefit is graduated compression. And you should be seeing a number associated with it. And if you don't, I would question whether it's true graduated compression or versus just a tight sock. The way you described those socks was excellent because I'm picturing that on my own leg and I'm understanding that they're going to be tighter around the ankle and then gradually loosen up a little bit as you go up. But I can also see something else. I can see the ring around my upper calf that I have after taking off a pair of socks that I've been wearing all day. Mm -hmm. And I've got that look like a big rubber band went around my leg. Yep. That's got to be the worst possible thing you can do, and I'm doing it, right? Yeah, you're wearing those calf socks or those ankle socks, and you see that what's happening is your leg is swelling because you're not getting good circulation. So there are studies to help with people who've had DVTs or deep vein thrombosis, i.e. blood clots. Their doctors are telling them you need to wear compression socks. We have a lot of nurses and doctors actually wearing our product because they're on their feet all day. So again, standing for long periods of time puts a strain on your circulation, through the strain on your circulatory system. So there were compression socks as well to really help them with that strain. At the end of the day, who doesn't sit all day or stand all day? That's kind of the interesting thing about them and Bigger when we launched about nine years ago now. That's a big deal. When you see that ring around where you're taking your socks off, that means you are getting leg swelling. 
Now, usually when you buy a pair of socks at one of the marts or online or something, you're just buying socks because you like the way they look, or you can get 15 pairs for six bucks and you get them. With compression wear, though, you have sizing, and that is very important. Mm -hmm. So kind of walk a little bit through yeah. how do we size. And if folks go to your website, it's all right there. I'm looking at your website. If you go to yeah. RadioNemo.com, just scroll down a touch, you'll see today's program. You'll see Michelle's name there. Vim and Vigor. And Vigor is abbreviated. It's V-I-G-R. So it's Vim Vigor. V-I-M-V-I-G-R, VimVigor.com. So go ahead, Michelle, let's talk about sizing. And sometimes we talk about engines here on the program, of course. Sometimes when you have a product that'll help you clean your fuel or something, you put six ounces in. A lot of folks will say, well, if six ounces works, 12 ounces ought to work twice <laughs> as good. And yeah. generally, you're going to wind up <laughs> maybe even doing some harm, but at least you're going to waste a lot of money. <laughs> well, if a little compression helps, then a lot of compression might work. <laughs> really helps. So what do folks really need to know about knowing their limitations here? Yes. So in terms of size, sizing is really critical. The way that we size is we look at shoe size as well as calf circumference. You can see it on our website too. There's a size guide right on the very top of our site, but you'll actually see see kind of the shoe size. And then we actually have wide calf sizing as well. So we have standard calf size circumference, and we also have sizes for wider calf. And while wide calf size actually makes up over 50% of our sizes, for various reasons, people have more athletic calves and they need it. And the challenge that a lot of people are seeing out there with buying compression is it's uncomfortable and too tight and doesn't fit well. Well, if it doesn't fit well and it's uncomfortable, then you're not going to use it and wear it, which means you're not going to get the benefit. So that's the reason why we have a lot of different sizes. We also have really great fabric. So our most popular fabric is our cotton, which is very rare. A lot of companies don't make cotton compression socks and our cotton compression socks are almost 50% cotton mixed with a little bit of nylon, a little bit of spandex to achieve that graduated compression. And people have said it's much easier to put on. It's very comfortable. So the key is putting them on and making sure, and even if it's hard to put on, it could be, that's okay. Some people are less flexible than others, but once you get them on, they should feel like a hug for your legs. And if they don't, sure to get the proper size. And we actually have kind of free returns, hassle-free returns so that we can help people get the right size and fit and fabric until they're happy. I wanted to ask you, I'm kind of going to circle back, but you kind of led us right back into the materials itself. Is it a different weave than, say, a normal socks, or is it just a better weave, if that makes any sense? It's a totally, it's actually another fun fact of compression. Your listeners are going to know way more than they ever wanted to know about compression. About but with the compression socks, real, again, true graduated compression socks are knitted with a medical knitting machine. So it's not like any sock company can just be like, oh, yeah, we're going to make some compression socks, too, with our machines. It's actually a specific medical knitting machine that's used in order to achieve that graduated compression. And also the testing, not only do we use medical knitting machines, but then we test to make sure it's offering that compression level with the sizing that we're saying. So there's a lot more vigor and rigor that goes into making compression socks. I go to a gym and I see a lot of folks in a lot of different outfits. I'm seeing more and more men, not many, but some men are starting to wear what looks like it might be tights because they go all the way up the leg and then they have shorts on. Tights mm -hmm. and sleeves. 
And when you say sleeves, well, you're thinking of arms. Do we need compression sleeves mm -hmm. for our arms? No, maybe Popeye might have needed those, but no. <laughs> but those sleeves are for legs. And I saw a guy the other day. He was wearing compression sleeves that are like, well, they don't have a foot in them. They're just from your ankle yep. to your yep. knee. Tell us a little bit about that. Who would wear that? Why would you wear sleeves mm -hmm. as opposed to regular socks? And would sleeves be good for truck drivers or do you want to go with socks for trucking? Yeah, so the sleeves are definitely more if you're going to be working out. A lot of times people wear our leg sleeves and then wear their running socks and then kind of do their workouts. For people who sit all day, i.e. truck drivers, I definitely recommend a sock because you want to cover your ankle, whereas the sleeves kind of cut around the ankle and stop at the ankle. But if you're sitting all day, you want to make sure you cover that. So I definitely 100% recommending wearing the full compression sock if you're sitting all day. You're going to get a lot more benefit out of that for sure. The tights themselves, you know, those are full pants type tights. Those are full uh, tights, yep. Those cool. are generally for the ladies, but are men getting into that too for the purpose yes, of it's full compression? Especially if about to be going to surgery or something like that, a lot of doctors will recommend, depending on like that hip surgery or kind of on the upper part of your legs, a lot of doctors recommend a full tight. If even our kind of higher compression level tight has been selling well to men, I think because of the quality and the fit and the fabric, they're going to wear it and might as well have it be comfortable. But they're predominantly women who wear our tights, but some men, what this we got a review not that long ago, that especially in colder areas, that they'll wear them in bigger compression tights underneath their pants or their jeans and they get kind of full compression if it's really cold outside. So yeah, it just depends. We've got a little something for everyone. Got it. Got it. I've really learned a lot here this morning and never thought I would <laughs> learn about compression know, socks. That's great. Yeah. I am looking forward to picking out some pairs myself here because I'm going to start wearing them for real. I'm sitting here again. The only thing I have different than a truck driver at the moment is I'm not moving and I have a microphone instead of a steering wheel. So there are a lot of folks who wind up sitting a lot more than they would want to. Well, it's interesting. During COVID, when a lot of people started working from home, what people noticed when you work from home is you actually move around less. You don't walk to the bathroom or you don't walk somewhere for lunch. So we started to get a lot of customers just sedentary and moving very little, taking very few steps and noticing the effects of that. So that was a really interesting thing that I didn't expect during COVID. Well, there's another thing for COVID <laughs> to put in the yeah. encyclopedia yeah, exactly. of. Once again, the website, Vim, V-I-M, Vigor, V-I-G-R, VimVigor.com. You wrote a blog late last year, about a month ago, of four truck drivers. So I hope folks will go through and read through that. It's very informative. Again, you can also go to RadioNemo.com. Scroll down just a little bit to what's coming up, and you'll see Michelle's Vim and Vigor compression legwear link right there. Michelle, thank you very much, and have a great day up there in Montana. All right. Take care. Thank you. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway to Health Podcast through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, and let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway to Health Podcast through our website, or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. 
the Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo.